Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. We have part five of our Seven Resorts in Seven Days series. Today, we're talking about Disney's Yacht Club, coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 782 for February 20th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited help you understand all your options when booking one of Disney's all-inclusive vacation packages. Just visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends Craig Williams, Jenny Lynn Knopp, Kathy Whirling, Corey Martin, and back in the production nook, our producer Dustin West, yep. and on Skype, our good friend Will Perry out in Indianapolis. Um, so we are in part five of our uh, whirlwind tour of uh, seven mm-hmm. different Disney resorts and uh, coming up to the Yacht Club. And uh, it's uh, you know, it's very interesting. The yacht club was when we we did a, a poll a few months ago to name like the top Disney resort. We've been narrowing it down for a few months, and the yacht club came in dead last. Um, it is not a popular resort right now, and I'll be honest with you, um, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why we had a real pretty good experience. Yeah, that's. I mean, if you know the beach club ranked higher, I would think they'd be fairly close to No, there was a significant mm-hmm. difference between the huh. Beach Club and the Yacht Club, but let's give you a few details about the resort. It opened on November 5th, 1990, and uh, along with its uh, sister resort, the Beach Club, and the yacht, uh, the uh, Boardwalk, which I was not aware of this, uh, all designed by the famous architect Robert A.M. Stern. Um, there are 621 guest rooms, sleeping anywhere from two to five people, depending on the room type. And it is located right there along Crescent Lake, right next to the Beach Club, across from the Boardwalk, and of course the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. But before we get into our impressions of this resort, we have a little overview video to show you that we put together of the Yacht Club. So here's that video. Okay, so like I said, um, the Yacht Club seems to get, is not getting a lot of love. And prior to this day, I kind of understood that because I'd been over there, I forgot when it was last year, but stayed up uh, in concierge at the Yacht Club, uh, and I was just incredibly disappointed. I was in- disappointed with the service. Um, you know, the room wasn't what I considered up to, up to standard. Um, it just was a negative, uh, a negative experience, and when I kind of put that out there on Facebook, on my, uh, on my Facebook page, uh, had a lot of people giving me feedback saying, yeah, we had the same experience. And then when we did the poll last year, I was very surprised how poorly the Yacht Club did. So I kind of went into this thinking that this might be not a good not a good experience. But it was just the opposite. Now, we did not stay concierge uh, here. We just had a standard room that was located, I think it was about... Um, uh, just on the border of New Jersey. It was way <laughs> out um, there. Seven miles exactly from the lobby. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes. 
Stop it. <laughs> um, it was it was at the very yeah. back end of the resort. I mean, it took it was a walk to get there. Um, with that said, I got to tell you, the room was in excellent, excellent condition. Yeah. It was. You know, some of the things that I look for that help me determine, you know, really and truly what kind of shape a resort a, a room is in. Uh, the first place I go is. Um, Oh, oh, sorry. Just had a a thought and that escaped me. Um, the first place I go is uh, the carpet. I look at the uh, the edges, in yeah. particular, of the carpet. Um, old carpet is frayed at the edges. It's also because it's old. A lot of dirt has built up, so you can kind of see a discoloration on the edges of the carpet, and that will give you that's your you know one thing that happens with every room we have, regardless carpet comes up a new carpet goes in so that's one way that you can tell when the last time that room had been rehabbed um, also obviously you're looking for wear and tear on the furniture um, you know these resorts see a lot of people a lot of kids and that the, the furniture can get scuffed up um, the more markings that you find on the edge of the bed on the edges especially on the edges of the furniture kind of give you an idea I was very surprised, very, very surprised that this room was practically new. When I was over there, <clears throat> after we stayed there, I went over to take some pictures, and out by the quiet pool, that end of the building, they were carrying mattresses and furniture out. So it looks like they're very quietly rehabbing some of the rooms, because that's not on the list for rehab. No, I was just going to say that, you know, I think it was, I'm trying to remember, it was rehabbed a few years back. It's been a, yeah. been a little while. But they just might be doing a they might be doing a refresh. Yeah. Um, no, you know, regardless, I can tell you the room that we had was um, was in very very good shape. One of the other things that I look for in rooms um, is um, running your running your fingers across the top of mirrors, pictures, things like that. See how much dust is there. That'll give you an idea of how good housekeeping is. Um, just so you know. We send these people into hotel rooms now to go yeah. looking yeah. at the carpet and checking for dust. Um, and it was extremely clean. It was extreme. It was very, very clean. I wasn't pulling any dust up anywhere. I agree. When we when I walked into the room, I just you get a sense of the room was just very inviting, very clean, very comfortable. And you know, I also want to mention the check-in process, much like the Grand Floridian, and this was the only one of the resorts that did this, other than the Grand, um, <coughs> unless we were staying in a concierge. And even then, it didn't happen. But there, there are people out there, out in front, asking if you're checking in. If you are, you give them your name. They greet you. They walk you inside. They take you up to the front desk. And they, they wait with you while, uh, until someone's available. And uh, we got you know, a, great, a great cast member at check-in. Very friendly. Very informative. You know, For me, what marks a good cast member is, at check-in in particular is they kind of take a, a read of the guest. Is this somebody who knows what they're doing and just wants to check in and go to their room? They know all about the theme parks. They know all about the schedules. They know where everything is. They know the buses. They know that stuff. Or is this somebody just kind of coming in fresh? And so you have, you have those cast members that will check you in. And, you know, have you, been, have, you, know, have you stayed at Disney before? Oh, yes, many times. But yet they will still give you the whole rundown of everything, which I appreciate the information. But at that point, you know, you're just wasting your time and mine. Um, 
so the the guy that was checking us in, I wish I could remember his name. The guy that was checking us in was uh, so friendly and knowledgeable and knew that we obviously knew what we were doing. And so instead of wasting our time with, you know, lots of inane information, was making great conversation while he was sorting out our magic bands, because that's always a challenge (laughs) with me, because I have so many of them. Um, And that's something else I want to make a note of to folks. If you go to the resorts a lot and you have a lot of uh, magic bands on your account, uh, things start to get dicey. And then they go and they start deactivating old magic bands, but they will deactivate the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a lot of my magic bands right now that I've got to go back in and kind of sort through because they deactivated all my, you know, my, my, my specialty magic bands and things like that. So it's something to be mindful of. I'll have to remember um, that. Because I kept forgetting to bring, I have all these magic bands, I kept forgetting to bring them. <laughs> so you had to keep um, adding new ones. And so they kept adding new ones, but I, th- there was like a limit. There was like a limit of 32, I think, <laughs> oh, wow. that you could have. <laughs> okay, I'm not 32. I've but been then, using <laughs> extra magic bands to like tie cords behind my computer now. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> um, except, you know, when we get to Old Key West, you know, you know, all the other resorts were saying you know, there's a limit of 32. All Key West is saying, oh, no, there's no limit. We couldn't have a limit with our guests. The way our guests travel, we could never have a limit. That would be a nightmare for us. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I'm getting at one place told me 16. One place told me 32. One place told me there was none. So, again, it's kind of like these are all owned by different companies and they have nothing to do with each other. But I will say the check-in process from start to, uh, start to finish uh, back to the room was outstanding. The cast was outstanding. The room was in great shape. Will, you actually stayed in the room. Um, thoughts? Yeah, um, this was my first time to the Yacht Club. Um, one of the better rooms, probably the cleanest room that I stayed in at all seven nights. I really liked the little nautical touches. Um, my parents live on a lake. I feel like they would really enjoy this room because of those little details. They're beautiful rooms. Yeah, it was great. So, and, you know, uh, very a lot of similarities between the yacht and the beach club. But um, I really felt that there was a big difference when I stayed there. I enjoyed the yacht club a lot more than I did the beach club. So they might look a lot alike, but they're they're quite. But, it, but I gotta say, you also didn't stay. In, you didn't see or stay in the standard room at the beach club. When I do a side by side comparison of what the beach club rooms, the standard rooms. Uh, versus this one, the Beach Club blows, in my opinion, blows this one out of the well, water. Well, because the Beach Club has been completely reworked. Yeah. I mean, there's a brand new, those are brand brand new rooms. Yacht Club hasn't gone through that complete the gutting. And you and can tell. Re- and you can tell. I can but tell. But that being said, the you know, I think the most important thing really is that it's clean. Now, for people who don't know, I want to explain some of the differences between the yacht and the Beach Club. Um, you know, the yacht club or the Beach Club is. Uh, themed around like the Newport Beach, New England, turn of the century. Uh, lots of light woods, a lot of bleach wood, uh, light colors. It's the stick design uh, that was popular in the in the early 1900s. Yeah. Um, so it's a much more casual uh, atmosphere. Whereas the yacht club is uh, a much more much more nautical theming. Uh, it's, it's also more sophisticated. It's more. It's a more elegant and sophisticated. Uh, place and um where its design is more like the uh um why why why, i I mean the yacht club always reminds me for the first time this past year we got to go to a dismeet in plymouth and i noticed a lot of the same type of aesthetics that dark wood 
dark blues with then the contrasting whites. And to me, that's very appealing. Yacht Club is a great resort for me, whereas Beach Club, I don't like that beach setting. I don't, if I was given a choice of where to go vacation, I would choose someplace like Boston over going to the beach or something like that. That's just, that's how I feel. And Yacht Club has all those old touches. It's got that elegance to it that places like Grand Floridian also have, but I don't feel uncomfortable in Yacht Club, whereas I can feel uncomfortable in Grand Floridian. Well, see, I was going to say the Yacht Club, to a lesser degree, I feel intimidated there. Really? I don't at all. I, I just feel like it's it's a stiffer, hmm. you know, you, you must behave better at the Yacht Club. It does have that New England patrician feeling uh, to yeah. it. Um, I, I'll give you that. But not... I have never felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've never felt that same discomfort. We were talking about that with the Grand. Um, I've never really, I've never felt that at the no. Yacht Club. I, I, I mean, I prefer the, I prefer the Beach Club, but honestly, the the Yacht Club doesn't do it uh, to me the same way that the Grand Floridian does. Like he's saying, it doesn't feel overly stuffy. I just don't think that it appeals to my necessarily to my aesthetic uh, choices. I, I actually, you know, oh, I always preferred the Yacht Club over the Beach Club. It wasn't until that experience I had last year. Where you know the concierge, uh, and I don't know about now, or if I was just having a bad, uh, a bad spell, but I will tell you that was the most disengaged, disinterested concierge team I'd ever, hmm. I'd ever experienced. Yeah, I'm like this is just bad. Um, they they didn't want to do anything. They didn't want to do anything for you, um, and they, their attitude was just, yeah, we're here, you know, whatever. Um, and so that really, and like, and the room that we were in was not was not up to speed. It just was not in good shape. So that kind of turned me off. So I, I go to the beach club, you know, the first day that we do this, go to the beach club, see those brand new rooms, and you know, I see how that how how the concierge there was, and you know what? I choose service over aesthetic. None of these resorts are ugly. Right. None of these resorts are ugly, but I do choose at the end of the day you know, good service, a really positive service experience makes me a lot more interested in going back. And I think that's where my interest in the beach club came in because the okay. experience I had in the yacht club versus what I had in the beach club. However, after this stay, I'm starting, you know, I'm saying, okay, well, wait a second. Check-in was amazing. All the cast that I interacted with was fantastic. Uh, the room was beautiful. The room was in great shape. No, it's not a new room. But they're keeping it up. You know, there was nowhere at all on that carpet. The room was immaculate. It's really well appointed. It's very comfortable, elegant, without being stuffy. Um, and those beds were very comfortable. At least what I experienced of them, they were very comfortable. I don't know. Will actually slept on it. but Yeah, they were great. Very comfortable. Uh, I like the balcony, too. Uh, you know, the location, the room was way away from the lobby. But yeah, the little the patio, balcony. yeah. This you know the little balcony area was um, nice. There was a little pond out there. Not that I really hung out there, but you know I smoked cigarettes, so I, I would go out there and smoke. And it was close to the boardwalk. I walked around at night. It was nice. Oh, the other thing I look for in these hotels that I think I should mention, um, I always pay attention to when I'm walking through the hallways or I'm walking past a cast member. Do they say hello? Um, and does not happen at all the resorts. No. But I will say at Beach Club and Yacht Club, without fail, any time 
a cast member passed us. Well, when you walk into the yacht club, they have the person stationed they have there. The they Ad- I think they're called the Admiral. He's that, that right? old man. It used to be Art. It used to be Art who was like famous. Right. Yeah. And right. But now they now they'll have. I've seen males and females. Yeah. Um, but yeah. whoever it is has always been exceptionally friendly mm. and just right. You're well, you expect greeted. that that's their full time job is to is to be a greeter as opposed to housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, when you pass by housekeeping, are they going to acknowledge you and say good morning, good afternoon? And they were they were just so well, pleasant. They were so pleasant. I would even say with talking about the greeter and the lobby in general that's what sets uh the yacht club apart from other resorts for me uh and with any resort i ever go to i look at the lobby because that is the place where i end up spending the most amount of time if i'm in wilderness lodge uh and this kind of travels down from how my family is my dad would go read down there at the end of the night after a long day in the parks so i kind of look at that now too yacht club is so quiet then you go over to mm-hmm. beach club having uh i mean yacht club you have uh, captain's grill right off the side so that's never that busy but cape may cafe that's a different story over at the beach club that's super busy it makes the lobby a lot noisier mm-hmm. and yacht club i've Whenever I was a student, I would sit down there and do homework. It was that quiet. I could just relax, hear the background music. And as a person who likes to get away from sometimes these busier moments at Disney, Yacht Club is a perfect place to actually escape. And there are very few places. I also like that that. the lobby has um, like a little bar lounge off of the lobby. You don't don't have to go to Martha's Graveyard. You can. you're, you're You're right there. And, you know, it's... Things are closer, like as far as a lobby goes. Everything's kind of, um, you know. It's true. I mean, with Yacht Club and Beach Club being the sister resorts, it's interesting to see just how many differences there are. Beach Club definitely has much more of a bustle about it. Yacht Club is a lot more quiet and reserved. Well, I um, just lost my lost my train of thought. Um, I was going to say something. I, I lost it. <laughs> That's uh, okay. Let's talk about uh, some of the dining options that are available at uh, the Yacht Club. Uh, you have Captain's Grill, which is a table service restaurant along with the Yachtsman Steakhouse, arguably one of the most popular restaurants on Disney property. You have the Allen Compass Lounge, which is right uh, right next to the uh, the Yachtsman Steakhouse. It's, a, it's the bar, and you can get some, some food items. I think that's the Cruise Cup yeah. Lounge. Alan Compass is the lobby bar. Alan Compass is is the lobby bar. I'm sorry, the Crew Cup Lounge. You're absolutely right. Um, Alan Compass is in the lobby, and Cruise Cup is is right next to the Yachtsman. And then, of course, out at the pool shared with uh, the Beach Club, you have Hurricane Hannah's, which we already mentioned was not very good. Captain's Grill. Two words. Don't go. Don't go. It's terrible. It used to be amazing. It used to be a hidden gem. On Disney property, you never had to worry about being able to get in. The food was always good, not gourmet, but really good comfort food, delicious, well-prepared, fresh. Every experience I have had there in the last six years has been terrible. Culminated by the very last experience I had there, which is the last time I will ever eat there. When uh, you uh, you had just started working for us, Dustin, and we were there with a couple of friends, and... He had his dinner, and when he got to the bottom of the plate, there was a very long black hair mm. uh, in the food. And <laughs> they didn't come right out and say it, but they basically acted as though we were lying. 
even though none of us at the table had long black hair. None of us. This was a really long piece of black hair on the bottom of this. Um, And after that, I said, okay, this place has just fallen from grace. It's a terrible restaurant. They have a terrible chef. It's terribly managed. It's and a, it should be avoided at all costs. It's also sad in there. I mean, if you, it's it is sad. It, it, it there's not really like good atmosphere in there. No music. It it's it's you know in a way it kind of reminds me of um, the Liberty Inn or uh, Liberty Tavern. Liberty Chi Tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in a way, it kind of reminds me of that in its aesthetic, but it doesn't have the same atmosphere that it has in there. And it just, it just is a little bit depressing. Oh, no, you know, like I said, I, I, I've just, and again, with these restaurants, I, even if I don't like them, if I have bad experience, I go back, I go back, especially if it's been a while. Um, I say, look, you know, things change because, you know, because a restaurant had a bad night three years ago, doesn't mean the restaurant's bad. When I do that and I consistently have a less than stellar experience, then I know, okay, this is really not a good restaurant. Uh, and I can tell you, from my opinion, my opinion, Captain's Grill is just awful and should actively be avoided. I'm not kidding. It should actively be avoided. By contrast, you have the Yachtsman Steakhouse, which... Is amazing. Is amazing. Now, there have been a couple of failures at meals that we've had. When I say failures... Meat wasn't prepared to the right temperature or something like that. It happens in a steakhouse, uh, even the best steakhouses. What matters is how are you treated when you call it out? And you say, hey, you know, I ordered my steak medium. This is well done. And, you know, at the Yachtsman, they'll start doing cartwheels around the restaurant to make you happy. Mm -hmm. And go out of their way. I mean, there was was a corn chowder that they were serving this one time we were there that was just the best thing I'd ever tasted in my life and I I said I would like an order of this to go uh, he's like well it's actually you know made as part of this one dish so it's not like a side dish that you can order it's, it was part of a part of another dish and I said you know I, I, I re- can you please I would the chef pre- went out of his way to prepare a nice big batch of this for me. Oh, that was nice. Um, yeah. And I was like, seeing you know, stuff like that. They'll do the well, same thing with steaks too. Like, cause I know I, I forgot when we went, but I, I think the largest steak they had was uh, 16 ounces. So I asked, could you, cause they cut them there. No, their like, largest is a porterhouse. Well, which, whichever one I was looking at, it might've been a ribeye. Um, and I asked, can you cut like one, like eight ounces larger? And they did. So I had a nice, huge steak and it was cut Right for me. They just added the the charge at the end, but oh. you know it's great. I like most of the time. I have to be the one person to get in the negative aspect of it. Uh, not the last time I was at Yachtsman. The last time I was there, I was with uh, Pete and JL and Dustin and a big group. We had a great time. The time before that, it was for my birthday, and it was my sister, myself, and Kylie. And my sister is a seasonal cast member, and. Sometimes they get good discounts there, holiday coupons and stuff. We were treated so poorly because she came in there as a cast member really? wanting to use a coupon. Just wow. the server treated us like we were junk, and huh. we had to have a manager come out Damn. just to make the whole situation better wow. because of how bad the service was. It's, that was the only time I've ever been there 
but it has left a sour uh, taste in my mouth yeah. for the entire. It was on my birthday, and Ugh. I ate a huge steak. I I had the biggest ribeye I think they offer on the menu. We had a ninety dollar bottle of wine, and you know, at the same time, because we wanted to use that cast member perk, one of very little that cast members get. Yeah, it was like you know, get out. I'll, I I I'm sorry you had that experience. I think, but generally speaking, the food's you know, amazing though. Most people don't. You know, most people yeah. in there aren't cast members. Yeah, um, I can tell you that of the the only issue I've ever had at Yachtsman has been the occasional, and it's never happened to me. It's always happened to like somebody I'm eating with, <laughs> and not all the time. It's not exactly a common occurrence where you know a steak is either undercooked or yeah. overcooked. And um, I, I I'll, I'll tell you, service wise. I've never had never been anything other than amazing. Yeah, I'm stellar. surprised to hear that. Chris, yeah, honestly. I'm very shocked. Um, but I've heard stories like that before where cast members are not always treated well in the restaurants. Uh, that's, it's not that it's only happened at the Yachtsman. Cast members sometimes are not treated well. And, you know, I, it's kind of a catch-22 for me because I will also be very critical on some cast members for the jobs that they do. But then whenever they don't get treated well, you know, it, it all evens out. Yeah. So. But Yachtsman is one I can definitely, I can definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, I also do like the Crew Cup Lounge. Um, I think that is a great place to go and hang out. You can get some bar food. Uh, it's a nice atmosphere. Um, you I, know, did, I don't drink, but, you know, just... It's not very big, but, you know, it's hopefully you can get a spot to well, sit. It's it's definitely one of the bigger, quote-unquote, lobby bars that you'll find on property. And um, it's, it's way better than, like you said, what uh, Beach Club has. What did you call it, Corey? Martha's Graveyard. That's just sad. That's just a sad, sad place. So, my recommendation is if seriously, if you're if you're in the Boardwalk Yacht and Beach Club area at all, and and you want to go have drinks, and maybe the Boardwalk is a little too lively for you, or you want to find a really nice place, go to Cruise Cup. It's it's really cool. I enjoy I, it. I would actually equivalent Cruise Cup to uh, equivalent. Are we making up words now? Yes, I always make yeah, up words. Gonna, don't you know me? Don't I've been working for you for three Don't years. you know nothing? <laughs> uh, uh, Cruise Cup is very much like... Hey, look, hold on a second. If you're going to use words like equivalent, you don't get to be indignant. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm a whole different breed of person. I cannot, I cannot condone my actions sometimes. But it's the facial hair. Cruise Cup is very, very much like... And I apologize. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. The one right beside Artist Point. It oh, is territory just lounge. Territory, territory Lounge. I get the same type of vibe whenever Absolutely. Cruise Cup is there. Nice dark. They are both great sometimes dark places to hang out in but you can get a nice before dinner drink or you can have a uh, if you don't necessarily want to have dinner at the nice place right next door you can still get a reasonable meal there see for me it's uh, what I look for are the places where I can take my laptop Mm -hmm. set up shop and be comfortable and being just like a nice vibe nice atmosphere where I can get some work done Um, and cruise cup lounge that is absolutely uh, that, that place for me. I just there. want to throw a word of caution out there. They have this really great uh, in Cruise Cup Lounge. You can order, it's like this variety of onions that you can ha- kind of have as an appetizer, and they're amazing, but they are not for the gastrointestinally delicate. <laughs> so do not attempt that unless you want to have an interesting evening for the rest of the night. I have another word of caution that you can, <laughs> you can order from the Yachtsman Steakhouse wine list at, at the, yeah. the Cruise Cup. And it's, but I, I, it's also cold in there. So 
for people such as myself who tend to be cold, this is really cold. I don't know if it's cold in there because I have to keep the meat cold, but sometimes it does feel like a meat okay, locker. Okay, we knew, we knew when Jenny Lynn had been in any of the rooms that we had because <laughs> she is apparently part Borg and has to have it hot and humid. My personal so like, thermostat is broken. And so like we'd walk in and it would be like, oh my God, it's like a sweat box in here. <laughs> and and she'd still be, she'd be like, you know, in a corner somewhere with like eight <laughs> blankets on her, looking like Grandma Moses, <laughs> and have the computer open, all her papers out. And- yeah, so if you're one of those people, please bring a jacket to the Cruise Cup Lounge or the Yachtsman State Club because I think that it gets cold in there. At a lot of Disney places, I just automatically know to bring a sweater. It's going to be cold. See, and I'm never. I'm always. I'm always warm. So I'm. But that's because I've got 18 layers of lard, you know, <laughs> between me and my my skeleton. So um, now uh, the Allen Compass Lounge is the uh, the bar that is right off the lobby. This is also a popular place. Very small, um, and it uh, it becomes unruly when there's a convention in the hotel. That lobby gets ugly. <laughs> And that bar, that lobby bar gets, because the Cruise Cup Lounge is kind of set back. You have to, like, kind of walk around Captain's Grill and around back to Yachtsman in order to get to that. So sometimes that doesn't get too bad. The lobby bar is going to get ugly first. Mm-hmm. And if there's a convention in, in the hotel, um, there is oh, yeah. just nothing worse than a bunch of somewhat overweight, middle-aged white men who've had way, way, way too many martinis. <laughs> you know Still what? wearing lanyards. Still wearing lanyards. <laughs> and you it's know. a small little lounge, so there's not many places for them to even fit in there, so often there's a lot of overflow into the into lobby. Into the lobby itself. It but what's so weird is I've never seen the convention folks that I, or you're describing, you know, collared shirt and lanyards, I've never seen them in the cruise cup lounge late at night. I always see them in that lobby, the lobby bar. bar. I guess they want to be seen. They don't know, well, they don't know that it's. I don't think they know the cruise there. cup is back. There. <laughs> they walk over to Jelly Roll. These aren't exactly. Huh. These, are, these aren't always Disney experts. <laughs> yeah, um, true. So speaking of, uh, you know, we've talked about the lobby. Now we're going to talk about some of the common areas. Obviously, the largest common area at this resort is shared with the Beach Club. That's the uh, Storm Along Bay, the pool that we talked about on, on our Beach Club portion. Uh, just an incredible pool, best pool on property, hands down. Especially when it's not under rehab. Um, but you do have to be a guest of either the yacht or the beach club in order to use it, and they are yeah. strict about about those. Um, you know, well, usually when Disney comes up with a story for their theming, it's pretty good. This is probably the lamest one I've ever seen. <laughs> and you are just all about hating Storm Along Bay. <laughs> well... And this is usually like Mrs. I love everything Disney. She's the one. She's the one that doesn't get bitter and jaded. But anyway, the, there was a pirate, and his name was Stormalong. That's why they named it that way. He washed up on the shores, and I'm like, really? You couldn't have come up with a better story than the pirate's name was Stormalong. I actually never knew that story before, That's and I'm so upset that, that I would, haven't. That would account for the shipwrecked boat that yes. the slide goes down the mast. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yes, <laughs> but it's also that's like one of that's like probably the coolest water slide at oh, any yeah. resort oh, it is. anywhere. It is the water slide is located literally across the walkway on the beach that you climb up, and that's the slide down into the pool. It's a really really cool uh, slide. I also got nailed in the back going down that slide years ago. Oh, 
and uh, yeah, because I, you know, my fatness got like I stopped in the middle. Oh, and geez. they sent the next person down. It was a friend of mine. Oh, ooh. And he just went right, I mean, feet first, right into the middle of my oh, back. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I was ticked <laughs> off that, yeah. you know, because one of the first things the lifeguard said after it happened is we've been asking them for a red light, green light system oh, on this wow. for a they long time. They didn't then. I don't know if they do wow. now. Um, and, That's you know, I was, I was a little peeved. But what I do like about that slide area is, you know, they have the big slide that you were just talking about. And that's a lot of fun. But it can also be a little bit intimidating for certain people. The, there's another section of the boat that has um, an area for younger kids that they can play in where there's a smaller slide. But you kind of have to look for it. Um, it's not just obvious. So they have a, a, a younger, milder version of a slide. And then they have the big you know, really fun yeah. one. Now, one of the other common areas we didn't talk about with the beach club, which we probably should have, is the beach. Uh, right across the walkway from both the yacht and beach, there is a, a grotto beach there that you can lay out during the day. It is also just a great place to hang out at at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it's one of my favorite, pl- I have some great memories of just when, I had come up with the idea for Dreams Unlimited in January of 1999. And it was May of 99 when I was sitting with some friends. And we were sat out on that beach for about, oh, I don't think, I think it must have been there for four or five hours. And I just kind of told them, this is what my idea for Dreams Unlimited Travel is. Um, And uh, one of them ended up becoming my business partner, Donald Lefebvre. Um, we talk about that all the time. Remember yeah. sitting on the, <laughs> huh. And it's also, you know, you're not going to get a great view of the fireworks, but you can see some of the fireworks from uh, illuminations from out on that beach. Again, it's not an ideal view, but it's really kind of cool. You can also get a view in, if you're in the yachtsman, because we had a table one time right by the window, and that was just awesome eating our steak dinner with fireworks going off in the back. Really? You can yeah. see that? Yeah. There's it's the Neil Patrick Harris table. Oh, is it? <laughs> Yeah, it's one that he requests right in that nook that yeah. if you're walking mm-hmm. past from the outside, you walk on the walkway right around it. Him and uh, David like to mm-hmm. sit in that oh. little window and I think it was them the whirling table first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like something out of either one yeah, of two Yeah, but you're things. not hosting the Oscars, so. Okay. He gets it named after him. <laughs> when you host the Oscars, they'll name it after you. Okay. Um, but I do love that beach. And, you know, when you talk about cool places to relax that's quiet Mm -hmm. and there's never anybody out there at night that is such because they leave those i mean they have the first of all they have the swings they have the you know the like the the bench seats the bench seat swings and they still have you know all the all the lounge uh, lounges are left out uh overnight so you can just kind of hang out there and yeah it's very picturesque to the point that it's not uncommon to see them setting up tents and tables with place settings because people are holding their wedding reception mm-hmm. a lot of parties yep. go on uh go out happen on we that, saw a on few when we were there yeah and it's even great looking out over at the boardwalk at night mm-hmm. when yeah. you see it all lit up i mean from the boardwalk it's great walking around there at night but being that far away and getting to see the grand picture around there you can't beat views of that so let's uh let's discuss um what there is for kids at this resort Obviously, Storm Along Bay is a huge draw mm-hmm. uh, for for kids. And, you know, one of the ways you can tell at Disney World how good the resort pool is, how many kids are in it in the middle of a day? 
when they have options to be in the, the best theme parks in the world mm-hmm. and they want to be in that pool. Storm Along is pretty much, if the weather's good, Storm Along's busy. Mm-hmm. Storm Along Bay is busy. What I want to say about the, the Yacht Club is in terms of kids, um, there really isn't that much unless you are going to the beach club side of things. Beach club is where they have the kids activity center. Uh, you know, storm along Bay is, I don't know. I usually associate it more with the beach club, but that's why you're going to get the bustle over at the beach club. You don't necessarily have at the yacht club. The truth is as far as exclusively yacht club goes, there's not anything there very specific for children. You know, you've got the boardwalk over along the way where you can rent Surrey bikes with your family and ride them around the boardwalk. But yacht club specific, there's not all that much. You're going to have to go to the beach club side of things yeah, in well, order the beach, to access that. The beach club definitely does strike me as more friendly to families and kids. Mm -hmm. Not that the Yacht Club is hostile. No, there certainly aren't. And you will see children at the Yacht Club. Sure. It's just as far as kid-specific experiences, it's really more over at the Sister And now that you mention it, there always seems to be a lot more kids in the lobby of the Beach Club (laughs) than Mm -hmm. I ever see in the lobby Mm -hmm. of the Yacht Club. Yes. So for some, you know, for some people, that's a selling point. Exactly. You know? I think that also comes back to Cape May Cafe having the character meals in there. I think that ha- is a big mm-hmm. uh, to do for children as well. But there's also villas at the beach club too, so you have you know More larger families, families that, that can yeah. accommodate. Um, right. Whereas the yacht the, club does not have any. Villas. Right. But I think that's a selling point of the yacht is that you can still have all these amenities over at the beach club, and you are not a long walk away exactly. by any means. Right. I think that's a, yeah. It's a, that's a good point. You know, when we talk about having to go to the beach club for this stuff, it's not like you have to take three buses no. and a short plane right. ride. Not See, and that, that's um, kind of my my thought on why I rated the beach club so high because I see both of these resorts as sharing the same amenities and pools and recreation. Mm-hmm. My walk from the beach club, even though I don't like Cape May, I don't go there for Cape May. I, I still know I'm a short walk to Yachtsman. So I see both of these sharing their amenities and pools and recreation. Yeah, they're, it, it's they're just, they all just blend right in there. To me. They're all right there, but there is still a very you know definite distinction. I mean, look at it. The Yachtsman Steakhouse at the Yacht Club in comparison to Beaches and Cream. You know, it's mm-hmm. oranges and apples. Right. But it's all there. And yeah. that is one of the, uh, the pros of either of those resorts is you're not – you're not too far, and it's easy to go back and forth between the two. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and give it a grade. Will, what do you say? We'll start with you, since you're being so quiet. Um, give it a seven. A seven. Interesting. Seven. Yep. I liked it. It was clean. Uh, it was classy. You know, not quite grand classy, but uh, had a good good feel. And you can't beat the location, so I'm with a seven. So what would, it, what would it need to change or do to get the other three points? Oh. <sighs> That's a good question. I, you know, I didn't eat at uh, at the yacht club. I went Smoking over to rooms. Uh, the ESPN club, um, so I didn't get to try any any dinners there. What did you say, Corey? Smoking rooms. That's, that that would be a plus. <laughs> that would be worth two points. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I didn't I didn't try out any of the bars or the restaurants at the yacht club. So that you know that may sway or add some points if there was a nice bar there. But uh, you know, the lo- location's great. I mean. When you have theming like Wilderness Lodge versus Yacht Club, there's just no real comparison for me. I'm going to choose something like that any day over the Yacht Club. Okay. Dustin, how about you? 
Well, based on you know what you guys were just talking about it, and I kind of brought this up in the beach club portion is. They're sharing their amenities. You guys see it as a plus, and I can see it as a plus in many ways as well. But I also see it as a negative. I see mm-hmm. it as a negative that these hotels can't necessarily stand on their own. So if we were giving a, a grade to both of them combined as one mega resort, I'd give it an eight or a nine. But with without that, the Yacht Club gets a six or a seven for me, probably eh, closer to a seven because I do, I do like it quite a bit. But, yeah, it's a seven for me. Okay. Jenny Lynn. I'm going with seven for a lot of the reasons that Will said. I mean, the theming does really appeal to me. It's comfortable. It's uh, it's clean. I I enjoy that it's a little bit more quiet, um, but at the same time, it doesn't have the wow factor as um, a lot of the other resorts have, such as Wilderness or Animal Kingdom Lodge, Grand Floridian. So, um, the, but the location it's hard to beat. You know, you're just right there within walking distance to Epcot. The boardwalk, which is sort of an entertainment, you know, venue on, on its own in the evenings. Boat ride away from Hollywood Studios. So, um, you know, for those reasons, it can't really be, uh, it, it, you're not going to overlook it. It's it's still a great resort. So I think a solid seven. Okay. Craig? I mean, I am going to be in the minority, but I'm giving it an 8.5. Um, it's just a relaxing place to me. It's one of the only places that I can actually relax on Disney property except for Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Contemporary, and then basically right after that, well, Fort Wilderness too, but then Yacht Club. I mean, I'm already listening to most of them, but it just has something about it that I can turn into a different person whenever I'm there because I know those places where you can escape there. And like I said, the aesthetics appeal to me. Uh, for me, I like to walk anywhere I can go, so I have I have Epcot really close to me. I have Hollywood Studios close to me. I have Boardwalk right there. It's just in that central location right. that I don't think can get beat. And I hate kids. So <laughs> I might have them one day, but I hate them Can't right now. Can't wait for you to babysit. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> I don't hate your kids. I just hate everyone else's. <laughs> Sorry, people. How about you, Corey? Um, uh, it's mine. I, I knew it coming in. Mine's going to be an eight. And... And the reason, like in contrast to what Dustin said, is that, you know, I'm not looking at these if they can stand on their own. I do think that it is a plus of the almost, you know, buy one, get one free, two for one. And if you really want to expand it, I mean, it's three for one or throw in Swan and Dolphin, it's five for one. So just a location alone for me gives it high marks. Um, You know, but when I compare the beach club to the yacht club, I'm looking at the room, that room and I'm looking at. I was looking at both photos here and there, um, side by side next to each other. And, you know, I'm more of a beach person, but that's a personal, uh, personal preference for me. And then, you know, a few notches down from the nine I gave beach club is because of the lack of kids club stuff and kids, uh, you know, kids feeling warm and also having to walk a mile and a half to your room. Yeah, that was that was, that was big. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's you know that's uh, not always the case necessarily. It's uh, just luck for of the me, draw. When, when I stayed there, that's where we were. I'm like, really? Another corner? <laughs> another corner? Another you felt like you were going through a labyrinth. Yeah, a yeah bit. it was. Yeah. It was. Kathy, I would give it uh, two different marks. If I was a family, I would give it a seven, just because if you've got little ones and you're trying to get them over to the beach club, that's a walk for them. Like mm-hmm. trying to get them over to the kids center. Um, if I was an adult and it was my husband and I and we were there just to sort of relax and take in Disney, I'd give it an eight. Yeah, I'm I'm going with an eight um, for me, and which I'm surprised because I really thought I was 
going to have something to, or a lot of things to complain about uh, going into this. And I normally try and go in with an open mind, but I was so turned off by the last experience I had that I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to. So it really says something about the experience and the staff that I was kind of turned around on that. And again, this is a one-day snapshot. So, um, you know, really and truly, it really requires a full review in order to get the the full picture, which may actually, you know, may come up. Um, but uh, I I got to say, um, I was for all of the, our experiences on the seven and seven. You know, those who, who watch the show for any length of time or listen to us, you know, I have absolutely. No hesitation going after these places when they don't live up to they don't live up to their standard. Um, I'm really surprised that I'm going to go through all seven of these resorts with really very little to criticize, and it's not because I wasn't looking. And I think that says a lot about where the resorts are right now. But uh, I, you know, I give it Nate. I give it Nate. So that is going to do it for this episode. We'll be back with you again tomorrow with our next episode of our seven resorts in seven days series and we'll be talking about the boardwalk so until then thanks everybody for being with us and we'll see you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. take it easy and remember stay out of the damn lakes 